Shkalim Perik Zayin, Mishnah Gimel 7.3 and more decision-making under uncertainty. Here we're talking about what to do with meat that you find. So the Mishnah starts out by saying, Basar ba'azara. If you find meat in the Azara, the temple courtyard, should before, before we read anything more, the din is going to be that it's, of course, sacrificial meat. And since it hasn't been attended to and kept an eye on, we're afraid it became tame, and the rule is it's going to have to be burned. We don't have to ask any questions in terms of figuring which kind of sacrificial meat it might be. Um, in all cases, since we're afraid it's tummy, it can't be offered, it has to be burned, and that's the end of that. But there are other questions that could arise, like, for example, what if someone ate this meat? Is he liable? So that would depend if it's, we are, what type of sacrifice we're ascribing um, this unknown meat to be. If we assume, for example, it's Ola, then no one's allowed to eat it, and if they did, they'd be liable for Meila. Whereas if we assume it's a chata's meat, then if a Kohen did eat it, so then he wouldn't be liable for Meila, um, because Kohen are allowed to eat chata's meat, etc. Whereas if a non-Kohen, a czar, ate it, so then certainly he would be liable um, for eating sacrificial meat if he's not allowed to eat it as a czar. So therefore we have to identify what type of meat it might be, but that's for questions of Meila. In all events, again, we're going to burn this meat. So the Mishnah says, What do you do if you find meat inside the Azara? What kind of sacrificial meat do you assume it is? If it's a varin, if it's an entire limb, like a whole leg, so then, olos, then you can assume that this came from a korban ola, a burnt offering, because the rule is when it comes to an ola, it all goes on the mizbeach and is burned, but it's butchered into very specific pieces. So if a whole piece as opposed to, say, you know, lamb chops, so then it's just a whole leg of lamb, it's obviously was destined to be uh, an ola, and therefore it'll be treated as such. Vachatichos, on the flip side, if you find actual, you know, steaks, lamb chops there in the azara, then chataos, then you should assume that this came from a chatas, a korban chatas. The reason why a chatas of all things is because as follows. Karbanos come in two varieties, zivachim, animal sacrifices, kadshe kadshim and kadshim kalim. Kadshe kadshim, the more higher kodesh, sanctified, um, must be eaten by kohanim and must stay inside the azara. Whereas kadshim kalim, the lesser sanctified, is taken by the owners typically and eaten outside anywhere in Jerusalem. So if you're finding meat inside the azara, it must be it's from the kadshe kadshim, and kadshe kadshim comes in three varieties, ola, chatas, and asham. We said if it's an ola, it would be whole whole limbs. If it's butchered into small pieces, lamb chops, that you wouldn't do that to an ola. So therefore, it must be either a chatas or an asham. And since there are many t- reasons you bring a chatas, 43, uh, whereas when it comes to the asham, there's only six types of ashamos, and they're rather infrequent. So therefore, we should assume it is a chatas. Um, now, Birushalayim, if you find this meat, find meat in the city of Jerusalem, the walled city of Jerusalem, um, so then we still should assume that it's sacrificial meat because the overwhelming majority of meat in Jerusalem was sacrificial meat in the time of the Mishnah. But what kind of sacrificial meat? Zivche Shlamim will assume it's from a Shlamim, a peace offering, because that was by far the most frequent type of offering that was brought and which will be taken out and consumed in Yerushalayim. Now, in all events, in all events, at all events, we're not going to offer this meat on the Mizbeach or eat it because we're afraid that it has 
become Tame in the meantime. No one supervise it, and you can't eat Tame Kachim. So it'll have to be um, burned. When do you burn it? After Tubar Tsuraso, once it's lost its halachic shape, if you will. Um, that is to say, when this particular type of meat is no longer edible and must be burned. So in the case of an Ola and a Chatas and an Asham, that the Kachim Kachim you find in the Azara. So the rule is you... If you find it on a Monday in the afternoon, so assuming the Corbin came and was offered on that Monday, so you'd be able to eat the Chattas Monday and all of, like I'll call it Monday night until midnight. And with the Rabbanin, with the rice you can have until like, you know, sunrise on, or first light, I should say, on Yom Shlishi, Tuesday morning. And at that point, it's for sure forbidden, and that, at that point you could burn it. In the case of, so that's what you do. If you find, um, that's true for old and chattas, and therefore if you find meat in the azar, you wait till the next day and you'll burn it then. In the case of the shlamim, if you find meat in the rest of Yushalayim, so then the shlam can be eaten for two days and the intervening night. And that being the case, um, like if you found it on a Monday during the day, you'd have the rest of Monday day, all through Monday night, Tuesday morning, and then at Tuesday at sundown, let's call it, that's the end of your time to be able to eat um from the shlamim, then you'd burn it the next day, so that would be, you know, so to speak, Wednesday morning. Um, so that's the difference. We're deciding when to burn it based on when, where you found it in the Azar versus Yushalayim, but at all events, it has to get burned. Now, what about Nimtza Begvulin? What happens if you find meat just anywhere in Eretz Yisrael, somewhere out beyond Jerusalem? So then, Avarin, if you find a whole unbutchered into pieces, just a whole piece, a whole leg of lamb or something lying around in the street, then nevelos, so you have to assume it's a nevela, and then it didn't get a proper shechita, and it's not kosher at all. The reason is because why would someone leave a whole leg of lamb lying around, um, unless it's just it's meat that wasn't kosher, and he left it for the dogs to eat. In the time of the mission, of course, they didn't have the civil services that we have today, and infrastructure, so they didn't have come with the garbage can, you left it out for the dogs. But you wouldn't take the time to butcher it into steaks if it's going to be dog food. So you put out a whole limb there. You only break into small limbs so that the dog can get a hold of it. If, on the other hand, chatichos, it's chopped up into pieces, you know, little steaks, so then, mutaros, then you could eat it because you can assume that this is kosher meat. Why would someone take the time to butcher it if it wasn't for eating? The case of our Mishnah is where you've got, okay, at least mid-oraisa, everyone agrees, that for order for the meat to be kosher, or treated as kosher, it has to be in a town where the majority of the meat is kosher. That means the majority of the butchers are kosher in town. At that point, middle oraisa, we say called the parish maruba parish. If you find something, and you could assume it came from the majority of things like it, and since you're in a town where it's mostly kosher, you could assume this meat is kosher. Therefore, the Mishnah suggests you could eat it. Now, there is a machlokus between Rav and Levi in the Gemara in Chulin whether there's a dindarabanan of basar hanelem in ayin, meat that is no longer kept under continual supervision, if it is anyways forbidden midarabanan, because we're afraid it got switched with treif meat. Even if you know it's kosher, but you didn't supervise it and you stopped watching it, it maybe got switched out for treif meat, um, either by Gentiles switching out or even animals. So Rav holds, yes, there's an isarabanan of all meat because of basar hanelem in ayin, and therefore... Um, the case of mission would have to be, this is a town, which in this other part, explains it like Rav, this is a town where there's only Jews and only kosher meat, and therefore there isn't any 
chance of this having switched out really because this all the meat in the whole town is all kosher meat um and as a side point since there are sugyas talking about animals switching out the meat it must be the case let's say where it was in a wrapper um unlabeled wrapper so an animal didn't switch it out and there's no reason to think a non-jew switched it out because there are no non-jews around that's the bartender learns that's like rav levy understands there's no such dindarabanan and therefore if you find meat you can assume it's kosher assuming that the majority of the meat supply is kosher um and he doesn't hold of this basar ne lemon eye just because he didn't watch it doesn't all, all of a sudden make the meat not kosher halacha by the way the shulchan Aruch brings both deas and safar masoli machmer the rama says the meningas be makel and therefore if you have basar ne lemon eye you didn't watch it continually but you have every reason to believe it's the same meat that you left so then there's room to be lenient um with the meat uh, but certainly uh not if you got up from your seat on the airplane and left your meat unattended, and then you have to be afraid the guy sitting next to you switched out. That would be true even for Ashkenazim Bechora, because there was the real possibility of uh, the meat being switched out by the Gentile. Okay, so that's what we're talking about over here. Haregel, the mission ends up by saying, in the time of the pilgrimage festivals in Yerushalayim, when Shabbos Amruba, there's just meat everywhere. There's so much meat to go around because everyone has to bring karbonos, shlamim on an ongoing basis. Then af evar mutarn. Then you can even assume if you find a whole, like, unsliced up leg of lamb, let's say, that it just actually was kosher. It's not a novella. And the reason why it wasn't sliced into slices is because there's just too much meat to slice up and, and more meat than they could consume anyways. I mean, therefore, you consume it's kosher. And the same machlokas rub and levy would apply about the bus and now